Hello creative people and welcome to another episode of New Creative You, podcast about how to develop better thinking and creative skills. My name is Peja and I'm going to be a host during the Deciphering Creativity podcast series aimed at debunking the myth about creativity and finding ways to better and more creative thinking. In this podcast series, I will try to explain the process of creative thinking, prove to you that you are creative in case you are having some doubts about it. I will also talk about creative thinking techniques and skills and habits that you should develop if you want to become a better creative thinker. Let's jump in straight away into the episode number two. Everybody's creative. Today, I would like to talk about the relationship people have with their creativity. Um, do you consider yourself creative? Maybe you don't and you wish you were. <laughs> uh, maybe you think you're fairly creative, meaning that only occasionally, when you are particularly inspired, you're able to produce interesting ideas. Maybe you do not consider yourself creative anymore, because once you were early in your life, but you seem to have lost your creative genius in the meantime. Whatever your answer is, uh, whether you are or not creative, I believe that you could be creative if you just allowed yourself to be creative. What makes me so sure about it? It is the fact that once you were a child, every child is creative. So, unless you are a curious case of Benjamin Button person, it means that once you too had the creative skill, in fact, you were born with it. I suppose that if I asked you, uh, can you ride a bicycle, you would probably say, sure I can. When was the last time you rode a bicycle? Some of you might say, oh, it was ages ago when I was in high school. Do you see it? You still believe that you have the skill to ride a bicycle even though you haven't used it for ages? So, why wouldn't you still have the skill of creative thinking even though you haven't used it since your childhood? Some scientists have estimated that a child's creativity peaks at the age of four. I'm not sure about that since we are all different and creativity is a highly personal trait, but it is obvious that very young children appear to be more creative than the adolescents and grown-ups. It is so because at a very young age children see no boundaries. For them everything is possible. They know nothing about logic, social rules and norms, they have not yet formed thinking habits that will later in life restrain their thinking. Their thoughts are like butterflies fluttering in the air, hither and thither, from one flower, from one idea to another. Children, like all living creatures, learn through exploration. Exploration is essential for creative thinking. It opens insights and new insights lead to new ideas. During the course of life we are thought not to be explorers, but to be obedient followers. 
Don't complicate things, we were told. Just follow the rules and stay out of the trouble. But children, children are fearless. They are not aware of the consequences of their actions and their thoughts. True, sometimes they get hurt, but it doesn't matter much to them. This is how they build their confidence and integrity. In time, they will learn that the world is a dangerous place and this newfound notion will restrict their behavior and their creative thinking. You were that child once. We all started our life journey equipped with the creative skill which manifests itself best through play. Play helps children learn new things, it helps them adopt motion which has positive effect on their physical and mental growth. Some children continue to play even when they grow up and they become creators. Some don't, but it still does not change the fact that we were all born with more or less the same creative potential. No, no not the potential. With the same creative gift. And then they sent us to school to be taught standard curriculum. Almost overnight we lost those precious moments once spent playing, exploring, improvising, monkeying around. We were taught rules, norms and procedures needed to survive in the adult world. Creative skills were not on the top of that list. And although some of us still engage in some kinds of creative activities, even as children we had less and less time to be in contact with our creative with our own creativity. But the worst is yet to come. As we developed into adult persons, we are faced with different emotional challenges that, that shape our personality and indirectly influence our relationship with our own creativity. The first and probably the most ferocious blow to our creativity is done by shame and ridicule. Maybe your father once told you, Oh son, stop dancing around like a sissy. You don't want to grow up to become a gay. Or maybe your elder sister told you, Look at your big ears. Who'd want to watch you on the stage? And you believe them. You believe them because you love them, respected them, maybe you feared them. You did not want to become a failure, a disappointment to your family, a class weirdo. So, you never danced again. You gave up your dream to become a singer, a writer, a painter. Creativity is a very intimate thing. It is a soul's way of saying, hey, here I am, I'm present in this world. This is the beauty that I contribute to this world. It is totally different from the rational voice that you hear in your head. It is the feeling that comes deep from within your being. Often you are unable to define it, but, but, but you know it is there. And once it shows, once it gets exposed in this way, your soul might feel vulnerable, especially a young soul. Parents should protect and cherish their children's creative souls if they want to have emotionally strong and healthy offspring.
And when we grow up, we are still very much afraid to express ourselves creatively because we fear of how the world will react to our most intimate ideas. And, and it is okay to be afraid. Of course you are afraid, but hey, expressing your creativity is not something that will kill you. Better speak up than live in fear. Fear paralyzes. Fear is not creative. Once you let go of fear, you will free your soul to create and you will be able to create beyond your wildest expectations. Let go of your fear. We live in the age where you can reach millions of people through the internet and social media. If you are afraid of how people will react to your creativity, take the opportunity to showcase your work online, maybe using a pseudonym instead of your real name, and see the reaction of people. If you are genuine in your work, it will show and people will appreciate it. There is another kind of fear that is stopping people from being creative. It is the belief that personal creativity can be exhausted, that it can wear off. Yes, yes, there is a limit to your creativity, the limit that you set to it yourself. Creativity is like any other skill. The more you practice it, the better you become. You are an infinite source of creativity. So do not be angry if someone steals your idea. Uh, by the way, it happens all the time. You've got plenty of other. Do not be discouraged if you think that the idea you have is not good enough. You will think of tons of new, even more creative ideas. Just let go of all your inhibitions and create. Ideas feed on ideas. The more you create, the more inspiration you will have to go on creating. To be able to become a prolific idea maker, first you have to learn to conquer your own perfectionism. You know, it is very unlikely that one day you will be a Picasso if you are a painter or a Glenn Close if you are an actress. So do not compare yourself with the best. Instead, study the artists you admire and try to learn from their work. If you have to compare yourself with someone, let it be you. Try to outdo yourself every time you create something new. Without hard work, there can be no result. And if you put honest work in your art, eventually you will grow better and better and maybe one day, indeed, become famous for your art. No one is making you put your early work on display. Keep it for yourself until you feel ready to present it to the world. But do not stop creating just because you think your work is not good enough. Once you come out to the world, it is very probable that you will be praised, but also criticized. And I bet that even if you got a hundred praises and only one negative comment, that that one negative comment might devastate your creative soul. Do you know who has never been criticized? He who never created anything. Every single artist, inventor, scientist in the history of innovation and creativity has been criticized. However, to minimize the risk of being criticized at the beginning of your creative career, 
First consult your friends, members of your family or teachers, uh, the people you are convinced are professional enough to impartially judge your work and are positive and well-meaning. These people will be able to give you a critique that will not be malicious, but friendly and constructive. In time, you will learn how to cope with criticism and rejection. Creative work is difficult to value. Sometimes it has nothing to do with you or your talent. There are many things that influence why some creative work gets rejected and the other accepted. Do not despair, but always ask for feedback why you were rejected. This will help you understand the circumstances and learn what aspects of your work should be improved. And always remember, you are a creator because your purpose is to create, not to win praises, awards or high commissions. They will come as a result of your creative mastery. Sometimes totally irrational thoughts may block you from being creative. Thoughts like, if I pursue my creative hobby or art, I will not have enough time and energy for the work that pays my rent. Or you may think that your work will drive you away from your family and children and you will not be able to fulfill your marital and parental duties. At other times you may face practical problem of not having enough time or physical space to produce your creative work. Creativity is a great force. If you recognize it and give yourself to it, it will work for you. It will open up new opportunities and make you a strong, happy and loving person. On the other hand, if you decide to ignore it, it will work against you. In time you can become a uh, frustrated, unhappy, grudging person. Deep in your heart you will know that you could have done more, but you haven't. And you might even start to blame people around you for your creative failure. And that is no good. So, find some time in your busy schedule to dedicate to your creativity. Build a space in your home where you can retreat and create. It can be as small as an armchair where, where you will sit while writing, for example. Investing some time in your creativity can become beneficial for your family as well. Creativity is the best energy and mood booster, the best youth formula, the ultimate stress therapy. It will make you feel more connected with yourself and the people around you. It will make you a happier person. If you are a parent, you might even inspire your children to become creators themselves or they will simply become privileged to grow happily in the creative environment that you will be able to create with your work. Surround yourself with people who love you because they will best understand and respect your creative needs. If your family fails to provide necessary support, look for it inside your community. Join a club or a course, um, meet people who share the same passion as you. They will provide the support and you will also be able to learn from them. You can find people who share your creative interests online as well. Reach out to them Become connected, join the existing or even, even better create, create your own creative community. My point is, if you feel the creative urge, 
go along with it. Enjoy the process and do not think about the outcome. Do not worry whether it is good enough or not. Do not expect to become a big shot in the creative world. Just let go and create. If your creativity is genuine and if it comes from the heart, it will resonate with the others. You will make yourself and people around you happy. And that's the life worth living, isn't it? To motivate you to open up to your own creativity, I have two tasks for you. Task number one is to reach out to your past and think of all those moments when you enjoyed being creative. Make a list of creative activities that you particularly liked as a child. Write down all those moments when you received any praise or award for your creative skills, for your essay, drawing, science project, whatever. Make a list of your early creative accomplishments and and pin it somewhere where you will be able to see it during the day. Even better, if you still have a copy of a poem you wrote as a child or a, or a footage of you performing a song, make a scan or a screenshot and place it on the desktop of your computer or a mobile phone. Become constantly reminded that you can be creative because you have the skill and now you have the evidence to prove it. Task number two is to schedule a meeting with the new creative you. Find some time that you will dedicate to your creative hobby or passion. Start small. One hour per week will be enough. Or half an hour two or three times a week. Do whatever makes you happy during that time. Start creating or, or, or simply walk, read, listen to music. Do whatever works for you to get you inspired to start exploring your creativity. It may be hard in the beginning. You might need some time to put away your everyday thoughts and to focus on your inner voice. But, but be patient. It will happen soon. Because your creative voice wants to be heard. How do I know it? You've made it to the end of this episode and that tells me that you are prepared to become friends with the new creative you. Thank you for listening. Please visit my blog New Creative You at newcreativeview.com and subscribe to my mailing list so we can keep in touch. You can also follow me on social media. You will find links on my website. In the next episode of Deciphering Creativity, I will talk about creative thinking skills that you can practice if you want to become a prolific creator. Subscribe to New Creative You podcast for the new episodes and please, please stay healthy and creative.